0: What is up everyone? Welcome to another episode of Chat with Dan. This is your host Dan. For this episode, we have an amazing guest as always coming to the show. But before we start, I want to make sure that you're having an amazing day or evening depending where you are. And also remember that every day is a beautiful day because you exist. So, without further more, let's get started. Hey, Michaela,
1: how are you today good I was a little bit tired but uh I uh what was it I had a Red Bull <laughs> there you go there
0: you go I mean it's Monday right I mean it's always uh, every Monday
1: you Monday kind of calls for Red Bulls yeah absolutely
0: there you go there you go that's so cool. <laughs> that's a so cool like normally how many Red do you will take like one two three.
1: one I f- if I did more than <laughs> one oh my goodness yeah I could not have more than one Red Bull it's like how um what was it, back in the day, everybody was drinking five-hour energy drinks? Mm. I don't know if you remember that at all.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: But it was... That knocked you out. Uh, and yeah. you always have, like, the sugar crash after, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, I can, I can totally understand that. It, like, yeah, it happened to me several times, though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we make our mistakes, and we learn from them.
0: Totally, totally, totally. It's, like, the work, especially if you are, like, working in a... Yeah, so if you have, like, a night shift, and then you feel like a little bit tired you're like yeah i'm gonna drink two red bulls and you are like super hyped up in a way that it, like your co-workers will tell you like dude you need to stop and be like no i'm good <laughs> and then like a couple of hours later you will be just crashing in the yeah you couch just crash here. and
1: burn later yeah, on I absolutely like
0: i want to go to bed right now <laughs> i
1: happened. love it
0: mm-hmm. yeah it happened several times a lot of them actually but anyway um well welcome back in the Yeah, it's good cool to see
1: you to again. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's so cool here. So before we start, you know the drill here, I need I need to give you an epic, proper, badass welcome as so for someone as awesome as you. So, you know the drill, here we go. Hey.
1: Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: I love it i just i just realized that it's kind of the signature now you know what i mean
1: <laughs> yeah i like it yeah. if i could enter a room every time and that just kind of naturally happened i'd
0: right that would be cool yeah. be solid yeah <laughs> yeah, like yeah like you will be, you will be having like this sensors on the on the, the doors so whenever yeah, you enter yeah. it sounds like that and whenever you're leaving the, se- the same way it will be like see you soon and you will leave me
1: and then they go they clap me out yeah i like that I think I might implement that in my home. That would be nice. Yeah,
0: that would be nice, actually. Yeah, interesting. Huh. So tell me, what's new since our last interview?
1: Um, I am still, as I call it, uh, a little bit of a a misplaced actor that um, I think we talked about before. My phone is slipping. There we go. (laughs) Wee! Haha. That at the beginning of the pandemic, I started working in insurance and that's still what I'm doing Um, but now at my company I'm also a trainer so I'm training people in how to do insurance work as well um, or um, how to be a a customer service rep for insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, Never a world that I thought I'd be in but it's very fun. Yeah. Um, And in the meantime I'm still uh, submitting auditions and uh going to class I've got a couple of classes that I've been doing right now I just started a really wonderful um scene study class with the Barrow group here in New York if anybody watching is in New York they've probably heard of the Barrow group before and it's a really wonderful kind of conservatory program a lot of struggles with phone balance but I'm gonna keep my hand (laughs) on it (laughs) um but and then uh also taking a lot of dance classes there you go uh and one thing that's been different since the last time we talked is that now a lot of auditions are starting to come back in person Mm. um so how it works now is that i will end up submitting for something online and then um the callbacks or the audition request will come in typically for a live audition Mm. and that's what's been kind of weird um I actually I have to check it after we uh, get off this call, but I I just saw an audition request come in just now. Um, cool. And yesterday I had uh, one of my first in-person callbacks, and so that was really fun. I cannot say how it will go, but um, if for some reason I get it, you'll definitely see me post about it.
0: There you go. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean. Let's be honest. I mean, you're gonna kill it. That's for sure. We all know that. I
1: mean, oh, thank you. You're gonna kill but that for sure. It's uh, it was really fun, and um, uh, it was really nice to be in a room full of people and to sing yeah. for people, um, live and in person again. There is nothing like that feeling. Oh, also, since we last talked, Broadway's back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's been a really cool thing. I've seen a lot of Broadway shows recently.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and tell me, like, like what was like the first feeling? To be performing again in
1: front of an audience? Um, I've gotten to get up on stage and do a couple of um, cabaret events. I actually have one coming up this weekend too. Yeah. So I'll put that little plug in there. I'm, I'm performing at a place called the Brooklyn Bowl on Sunday and we're um, performing uh, the soundtrack music from The Big Lebowski, that movie. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be really fun. I yeah. am going to be working on some of that music later tonight as well. Um, but I, I have to say, like, being up on a stage again and performing for people, watching you live and in person, um, is kind of something that almost brings me close to tears, I suppose. Hello, dogs outside. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, No, it's all good.
1: But, um, no, it's something that kind of brings me close to tears because it's just, like, For live theater and singing live and live performances like that, it is so much that relationship between the performer and the audience. Um, So, getting to have that again and getting to maybe do a funny song and hear people laugh, like actually hear their reaction. So much of this past year has been me filming a self tape against a backdrop and thinking, okay, I hope this is funny. Um, And then maybe showing it to a friend and watching the friend laugh at it. Um, but to be in a room full of people and actually hear them react, hear them clap again, uh, you don't realize how much you just miss that. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I bet also it did happen that, I mean, yeah, I assume that, that it happened that I was like as like, there was no pandemic at all, you know? As time never happened, we were continuing with the regular stuff, you know?
1: Yeah, kind of. It's It kind of feels like now that um, everyone has kind of realized how much we just can't take this kind of world for granted, mm. um, especially with live performances and live so, theater. I've seen um, just any concerts that are happening right now. It's like people are jumping to that. They They just want to be there. They want to be involved. They want to experience things again. Yeah. Every Broadway show that I've been to right now has been like, sold out, because people are just so thrilled to be there and watch a show again.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, I think that it, that it also taught us that. As you just mentioned, that that we were, like, taking, like, things for granted, you know? And the fact Absolutely, that yeah. Everything's now open, and even, like, going to a restaurant feels, like, totally different now, you know?
1: Yeah, I know um, another big thing for me um, that I was telling somebody the other day is... Um, before the pandemic happened, I feel like a lot of the time, I would go to auditions, um, but it was much easier to say, oh, let me skip out on this one. Let me, uh, let me just wait here. Things will come later. Um, I am so much more of the mindset that I'm never missing a single opportunity. Um, and it's been that and also like, uh, just convincing myself to be more of a dancer as well, which worked. The callback that I had yesterday was from a dance call and that kind of surprised me. It's just kind of one of those things that I'm like, whoa, you called me back because you liked my dancing. That's kind of cool. So I've always been, I've always categorized myself as a singer who dances. So to go into something where they saw me dancing first mm. and then wanted to see more from me, I was like, wow. This is a really, really great feeling. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, totally. How amazing is that? And tell me, like, how has been like the whole, uh, like the whole audition process? Now that everything started to open, like, um, yeah, like, was it hard kind of to get used to that again? Or
1: oh my gosh, yeah, I feel like the big joke between everybody that I meet at auditions that were going in and performing and everything, we're all just kind of like, okay, we're a little bit rusty, um, and. For a lot of us, as I said, we've been doing the self-tape kind of auditions, kind of like what I'm what I'm doing here, that I would put up a backdrop behind me and have a camera, and I would just sing to the camera like this, but it's different. Also, the big difference with um, self-tapes like that is you can do it as many times as you want and then send them your perfect tape,
0: yeah.
1: um, which is a little bit of a danger in and of itself now we're kind of having that world again where you go to a live audition and you have that one shot and that's mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of the part where i think a lot of people are feeling rusty sometimes i've gone into some of these and i'm like "Ooh, hope the sound comes out today and so far so good it's all just been there and come out for me but um it's a lot to try to get used to again it's very different yeah,
0: totally totally and what were some of the of the things that you learned during the whole self-tape? Pro- uh, yeah, let's set the self-tape process here.
1: Not to be too hard on myself, I would say um, mm-hmm. that's something that was really, really easy to do because I would watch back. Uh, I I would look back on a, a take that I did and gone. Okay, well <laughs> that note kind of sucked. Or what are my eyes doing there? What, why did I look off in this direction? What kind of acting choice is that? And then it would be like 12.30 at night and I'd go, okay, I have to tape it again. Um, I have kind of missed the world of just going in, doing what I do, showing them what my skill set is, and then leaving and just leaving it all to fate at that point. Instead of just hyper-analyzing myself and criticizing every little thing. But it's also kind of a, a weird, weird world where at the same time, um, if I watch back on a self-tape, I can kind of be like, interesting. Okay, this is what other people see. This is yeah. how they see me when I walk into a room. And I didn't always get that before because I didn't do nearly as many self-tapes.
0: Totally, yeah. Yeah, it is true. I, uh, like, during this whole, uh, yeah, the, the whole interviews that I have, like, a lot of people, like, will have told me that. This whole self tape is dangerous because it will take hours mm-hmm. and hours and hours. And even I remember one uh, who told me that, but she's what what she does is that she only have like three chances. And that's it. So that way, she kind of focused to to have like those three chances because otherwise it will take hours. And and if they have something else to do, it's it's ruined.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really good mentality to have with it. I've kind of told myself before. Um, i will i will say like okay this is my last take and -hmm. i'll just give it my all and then i'll look back at it and i have to recognize myself this is where i am on this day at this moment in my life this is the best that i can do this is Mm -hmm. all that i can put forward right now and i should be proud of that um so that's kind of something that i've had to keep at the back of my mind for this whole process yeah
0: totally yeah i understand that's why i don't make Like uh, TikTok videos, TikTok stuff like Oh my gosh, I mean, you, like, TikTok's terrifying. Over, like, mm, I don't like it. I need to redo it again. So I'm like, one take, whatever happens, that's it. Here we go.
1: That's kind of how my TikToks are. I'm just kind of like, here you go. Here's a little something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Otherwise, done.
0: It will take ages. Yeah, I know.
1: Exactly, I yeah.
0: Now, like, we, we will see on your Instagram, like, some performances now. But tell me, like, what were some of the challenges that you had at first when you started to go back on stage?
1: Um, I think it goes back to really just kind of being rusty Um, one thing that I've commented on with myself too is that I kind of feel like a whole different person now a whole different performer Um, I think that this whole past year has kind of aged us all five years mentally Um, and I think that that's how I perform now I've kind of had to come to this recognition that my stage presence is different Mm. now and the way that people perceive me is different um and it's kind of been like a huge experiment yeah um just getting up on the stage and i feel much more comfortable in myself i would say that's always something that we kind of grow into but i feel like this whole past year uh kind of propelled a lot of young performers into that
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's true right like even though that it's been like just two years it feels sometimes that it's been like more than two years you know
1: oh my gosh yeah i i can't remember a day that i didn't go outside wearing a mask you know um yeah and then i take the train a lot of places again now which that was something that a year ago i was terrified of getting on the trains again um now i get on the train all the time but i would probably have a panic attack if I had to get on a train without a mask. It's yeah, just how I it think, is now.
0: Yeah, I think that is one thing. That is like the next prop. I mean, what I think is that masks are going to stay for a very long, long oh,
1: time. Oh, me too. I totally agree. It, and I think I they should.
0: Think. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, the other day, I was having this conversation with, um, yeah, with, uh, with a friend of mine, and we're talking about that this whole hygiene process. You know that they were that they were doing it now. That when you go to a mall, they would put you, they, they yeah, they would give you like gel and your mask. Like all of that mm-hmm. stuff is great, and I totally agree that once it once everything it's back, you know, like like uh, like like COVID is finally gone, we should continue like doing this, you know, because I think also COVID to- COVID taught us like how many were like how many like how bad our habits were you know oh my gosh you know the
1: the big joke that i always make is um, pre-pandemic i actually i don't know if i told you this last time but i'll tell you it now um i actually used to wear a mask every single time i got on an airplane Mm -hmm. um because since the air on an airplane is so stagnant i would end up getting to my destination and I almost always got sick and Uh as a singer I was just like I really can't afford this so Uh I always wore just one of the little blue mask Uh on a plane and I would have to explain to people no no I'm not sick I just don't want to get sick um and so now I'm kind of getting on planes and looking at everybody and I'm like huh now I'm not the weird one that's this is great so but it was weird because I was back back in the day like two years ago i was the only person <laughs> wearing a mask on the plane yeah
0: yeah i think yeah i i agree on that yeah yeah it, it, it is so interesting right that a couple of years ago i mean if you would see it was super rare seeing somebody on the street wearing a mask you know
1: exactly like, super I, rare. I remember that um kind of at the beginning of everything i was trying to find um A cloth mask because since I wore them on airplanes all the time I was like wouldn't it be cool if I could just get um, like a cloth mask I know um, a lot of countries in the East actually just wear them on a regular basis and they did before the pandemic like um, Japan and China are are pretty big on just wearing masks on the regular just because of the air quality Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like looking over there like can I get a cloth mask from over here at the time this was like january 2020 and i couldn't find anything and then two months later like all i could find were cloth masks everywhere and i was like well well, okay i got my wish in a really roundabout crazy way i guess
0: but you know also like another cool thing here is that Like, you will see so many cool designs from masks, you know, like they're like... Oh, they're
1: so awesome. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like like I've seen so many awesome designs here and there and I'm like, wow, that looks so cool.
1: Oh, yeah. There was one that I was looking at that is like lace with flowers on it. And I'm just like, the creativity that people have just really jumped forward with is incredible. Mm-hmm. It's really, really awesome, and I I think in a in a weird way it's a good outlet for some artists in the world too. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's... And a
1: wonderful money maker. Like if you put them on Etsy or something.
0: Yeah, I was I was talking with my father the other day. Like, why we why we were not in the mask business like three years ago? <laughs> I know
1: exactly. Yeah, you would have been making bank now. Yeah,
0: like yeah, totally. But uh, I guess things have for a reason. But yeah, it's so interesting. This like like how covid told us that that we were kind of uh, made that maybe we were having like a little bit of issues with our with our health you know with mm-hmm. the habits you know and all of that so the fact that now that mask and they give you like they will give you like the sanitizer your temperature i mean i, I do think that they should continue with that because you never know you know and also oh, yeah. and, and also i mean
1: this thing is not eradicated so mm-hmm. um i think that that's going to be our future for a while which like good i hate people breathing on me and sneezing on me so you can they could all stay away and check their temperature at the door yeah. um but i uh i also i don't know about you but i haven't really been sick since like march of 2020 and that's kind of a weird feeling
0: yeah you know what i haven't been sick since since two th- 2019 and the reason yeah. why I was sick is because they gave me like the vaccine for this disease I don't remember the, the word in English uh, and I felt sick for uh, for the flu mm, yeah, no it was so basically when, when you cut yourself with a metal
1: oh tetanus
0: there you go that yeah was, gotcha so they gave me that so they gave me that shot and I felt horrible I, 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 I did went sick for a while and that was the last time. After that, nope. Was yeah, that.
1: well, because we all wear masks now. <laughs> I just always want to be like, wow, it's like mask work. But um, I, I was sick March 2020 because I actually um, had COVID before really knowing what it was. Hmm. Um, but that was like the last time I was sick. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I guess uh, like a a crazy thing for to last be sick with, knock on wood and everything. But. Um, yeah, I I wear a mask everywhere now, because I'm just like, nope, nobody's touching me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I'm wondering, like, how the whole nightclub scene is going to be now with masks. You know, I'm still wondering. Ooh,
1: I know that some nightclubs are back, even here in the city. I That's something that I still kind of refuse to go do. Um, I'm still a little anxious, but I do know that they exist, and you can go. So... Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: that, that should be interesting.
1: Yeah, as long as people are safe about it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, that is that is why I don't like to go sometimes to nightclubs. I mean, even before the yes. pandemic, though. I mean, even though whenever I was going to perform or so, I was performing and then going home because I I hate crowded places. You know, in which you need.
1: I am the same. Yeah, yep. So. It's a little too crowded sweaty hot everything it's it's everything in a nightclub i don't like
0: (laughs) yeah yeah totally that's why i was you know going performing having a good time having drinks go home
1: yep and just saying peace yeah
0: yeah yeah totally gotcha yeah that's so bad now from the car now going back a little bit here so from the characters that you have played at the moment tell me like what are some of your favorite ones
1: oh um this is a a good thing to look back on um i will say right now i seriously miss um getting to be on a stage and i've had some opportunities or like getting to be in a in an actual musical or stage Mm -hmm. production and i've had a couple of opportunities um to do so but i've kind of been waiting for the right moment um uh because there's a lot of factors of having to leave the city again and just figuring it all out with um, my job and everything um but at the beginning of the pandemic i actually got to do um a very fun virtual production around this time of year last year um and we did the rocky horror picture show
0: um did i ask you about that one
1: I, I don't think we talked about it last time because it's not on my resume. I need to put it on my resume, um, but uh, I had a lot of fun. I, I filmed all of it and it was spliced together as like a video production um, and it was really, really, really good. Um, and that kind of fueled my creative juices that I was missing at the time. Um, and also I love Rocky Horror, it, it, it's such a great show to be doing at Halloween here. Um, but other than that, some of my favorites still, um, right before the pandemic, um, more Halloween shows, I guess. I loved getting to do, uh, Young Frankenstein, the musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, um, a show based on a Bible story, um, that's Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Coat. Okay. Um, which is a fabulous show. And um, I got, for both of those, I got to play some of my absolute dream roles in them. Um, I grew up watching a lot of Mel Brooks movies and I loved Young Frankenstein. So getting to be in that was kind of like a full circle moment. And the same with Joseph, wherein that was one of the first musicals I ever saw. Mm. Um, and I really looked up to the part of the narrator yep. in Joseph. And um, then I got offered to play the narrator um, and that was a really really meaningful moment for me Because to be quite honest I didn't even have to memorize any of the lines I already knew them I, no, I knew no. I knew that whole show since I was 10 and so I was just like okay I'm off script off book I'm ready to go um, and the whole show is like an hour and a half long but mm. Uh, for the narrator, really, really intense because she never really leaves the stage. So that was a really cool experience for me and also um, a good test of my own stamina.
0: Yeah, I bet.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: How cool is that? I love that. Now, from all of your different performances, what are some of the, like, what is kind of the, uh, yeah, like, what are some of the highlight moments that you had so far?
1: Um I think it kind of goes back to something that I was saying earlier that I um really enjoy that relationship between the audience and the performers Mm -hmm. um it's like this kind of thing um getting to hear after a show how I made somebody feel um I've had some really really nice moments in that also for some of the shows that I've done um when I've done a little bit of children's theater, uh, there is actually nothing quite like how much a kid believes in the show that you're doing. Mm. Um, and this is a, a testament to any actors who've done a, a lot of Disney shows or something, and the kids come up dressed as a princess, and, yeah. um, and you talk to them like a princess too. Um, the arts are so meaningful and formative uh, yes. for kids. And I don't know if a lot of people realize that, because I i know for me growing up, I still remember how certain shows and certain moments meeting actors made me feel. Yes. Um, and so I try to keep that in mind um, when I'm doing the same thing. If somebody is meeting me or they had a moment that they experienced in the show that I was in, mm that meant a lot to them. And I get to share that with them.
0: Totally. How awesome is that?
1: Now,
0: (laughs) now a couple of minutes ago, we, you you mentioned Halloween. So tell me, are you one of the, yeah, like, uh, are you one of those who like Halloween? Do you usually like, uh, yeah, like have fun with it? Like back when you were a kid, did you want like trick or treat? Like,
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's kind of embarrassing how I was as a kid. Um, (laughs) I, always talk to people about this because I didn't really follow the pattern of a lot of kids my age. Um, Mm. I grew up as a kid in the 90s, but my Halloween costume choices were very suspicious. Um, I think most little girls my age were like, I want to be a princess or I want to be a pumpkin or something (laughs) cool. I I specifically remember one year where I was... um, a not not a character, just my own made up character that I was a Vulcan lieutenant from Star Trek okay that <laughs> was a bad one, and then the next year okay. i I had like a series of um pokemon years that I dressed up as I was like Cubone one year and then I was war turtle of all pokemon the next year <laughs> yeah. um and uh everything else in between I I was a mermaid one I was a mermaid one year I do remember that and a powerpuff girl um, but nowadays up until this year I've often been traveling um, and doing shows kind of during Halloween so I don't feel like I've truly experienced it in a while but I'm kind of looking forward to maybe getting to go do something this Halloween um, We've been kind of, my friends and I have kind of been searching of different events happening in the area. And I'm plotting what I'd like to wear. Um, I have one Halloween-ish costume already because um, the concert that I'm doing this weekend, I, uh, we are all dressed as characters from The Big Lebowski. And hmm. I uh, am singing a bit of opera in that concert, so I'm dressed as a Viking um so i do technically have a halloween costume but i'm searching for something else that i want to be on halloween so that'll that'll be the surprise
0: (laughs) yeah okay okay i can't wait to yeah can't wait for that that sounds (laughs) how cool is that
1: yeah yeah but i love i love halloween i do have to say though um and anybody watching this either now or later will probably think that i'm just the worst for this but um uh i know there's the big argument that for a lot of people christmas starts after thanksgiving i'm not that person i like to optimize my christmas time as much as possible so christmas for me is like november (laughs) first so i'm pretty bad about that but that gives me like two full months of christmas Mm. and that's what i'm here for (laughs)
0: yeah i can agree on that too yeah yeah All the holidays are cool. The only one that I have up that I don't quite like is Valentine's. I hate Valentine's.
1: I can understand that. Valentine's can be kind of a a hit or miss.
0: (laughs) I mean, even, I mean, like back in like, uh, like, what, like four or five, yeah, like three years ago. I mean, I hate it because even if, I mean, yeah, I, I just hate it. It's just so annoying that suddenly every, like, there is, like, love everywhere and,
1: yeah
0: you know, I'm like, come on, let's be honest, like, for a second, you know, like, uh, like, I I have a friend of mine that, uh, that he has, like, his wife now, and they basically hate each other, but in, but in every holiday festivity, they just love each other, it's like love everywhere, and, and the way they speak, and the way they treat each other, it's like, oh, that's so, that's so cute, but because he's my friend since childhood, I, I know. But it's not year round. Yeah. I know what happened behind the scenes, and they hate. Yes. It. And uh, and and he tells me like every like every Valentine's they will go to this restaurant. And it will be like all sweet and kindness and and picture here, picture there. But he hates, and I'm like, yeah, I, can, I I'm kind of the same thing. Plus it is plus during that time everything is expensive, you know. Yeah. And yeah, but probably that's the only one that I'm kind of kind of a little bit grinch on it. I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> you
1: know i think what comforts me about valentine's day is when the candy goes on sale the day after yeah that's what i like that's totally. what i'm always here for totally. yeah
0: <laughs> yeah because i don't think that you need one day yeah like one day like valentine's to express how much you, you care for your loved ones you know like, absolutely that should go be go a year-round
1: thing whatever.
0: there you go yeah so probably that's the only that's the only one that i'm like <laughs> but, the, but the rest of them, yeah, I do enjoy them a lot. I mean, Halloween back like here, mm, we have a kind of, Well, we have like another festivity, you know, like Day of the Dead, we have here. Yeah. But uh, I mean, of course, since we are so close to you guys, and like we still have like Halloween parts here and there. But now that I remember, I never went. I think I'm like, going one or twice back when I was a kid. We, we went like uh, we went uh, with some friends for some treats, you know? Yeah. But I think that only happened like once or twice, though. But uh, but that's yeah, really cool. I mean, I do like it because I love to scare people. I, that was that's like my hobby. I mean, back in my previous job, I was just scaring them, everybody, you know, like every single time. I, I mean, I just love
1: that. I don't. I've never gotten to be like a scare actor before, but I do think it's something that I would enjoy. I would like scaring people, but I would hate being scared. If that yeah. makes
0: sense. Yeah, it's worse when they scare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's part, of the, it's part of the whole experience, right? I mean, if you if you scare people, eventually somebody is gonna try to get you. You know, so you yeah, up- that's true. If you prank people thing enough. the that you will you will you will start to once you realize that at some point you are gonna get scared, you are like more on the lookout. You know, you're just like like looking everywhere. Like
1: yeah, you're super here. on edge.
0: Yeah, yeah, but. uh... But yeah, I do like to, like, uh, like, to, and, and also it's super cool that whenever it's Halloween, like all the movies they will get, they will have, you know, like a Halloween special and they will release like all type of uh, horror movies or Christmas ones, like the favorite ones, you know, like the classic ones. I love. Yeah. I think that's so one of the things that I love about the holidays that they would put like the classics.
1: In. Oh, me too. I'm, I need to sit down and just watch a bunch of Halloween movies before it's too late.
0: <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. Or when it's Christmas, you will watch all the Home Alone movies.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, of course.
0: Yeah, that movie is like the movie for Christmas, you know? hmm Totally. Yeah. Now, tell me, like, what's your goal? I mean, like, for from, like from every performance you will get and every character that you have to play, like, what do you try to achieve in each performance?
1: I think I can take something different out of every um, role that I've played and every performance that I've done. I find that each is kind of its own learning experience. Um, I think if I look back on every single character that I've been on stage, um, there's something different that I took away from it. Mm. Um, And I also think ultimately it just helps me grow as a performer and as a person. So um, usually when I get a new part and a, a new role to play or a new performance to do, I yeah. kind of look at it that I'm like, okay, what can I take away from this? Um, and in a, like in a selfish way that I'm like, how can this help me grow and um, become a better performer? But then on the other end of it, I'm kind of also thinking, how can I best present this to my audience? Um, what are they going to react to? What is going to resonate with them? Um, so yeah, that's really kind of what I, I take away from it. but. Um, in the past few years, literally almost every role that I've played has been incredibly different. And that's kind of a, a cool feeling that it's it's not like I've gone in and just played a bunch of roles that are exactly the same.
0: Yeah, totally. I think that, I mean, for me personally, I think that my favorite one will have to be the one in which you were the dragon.
1: I loved playing the dragon. But that was quite different than anything else I've done. Totally. Um, and yeah, and it's... That was totally different than anything I had, Oops, I just knocked something over. That's okay. Um, than anything I had done before and anything that I've done since. Yeah. Um I can I don't know if I'll ever play anything quite like the dragon and trek again, but it was so much fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to. Yeah, let's make it trendy. Yeah, let's make it trendy here. Like let's make a hashtag to make sure that we will, that you will get like more dragon roads. That
1: would be yes. awesome. Well, I've always, I grew up just loving dragons. I don't know, I was one of those dragon-obsessed kids, so getting to play a dragon on stage, I was like, absolutely. Heck yeah.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. Or maybe one day you would do, like, the motion capture for a dragon.
1: That Ooh, would be that'd good. be cool. I could be, like, Smog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: something like that. That would be so cool.
1: That would be awesome. I'd love something like that. I could be uh, the next, like benedict cumberbatch except it's me instead
0: <laughs> yeah did you watch like uh did you watch like that video like behind this like behind the scenes like the
1: way yeah all the motion so, capture stuff
0: yeah That like that's so awesome
1: it's a really cool technology I, i'm amazed by it yeah
0: yeah totally totally yeah let's let's hope yeah i I do hope one day that, that we will have like more dragon performances.
1: yes okay fingers crossed <laughs> fingers
0: crossed trust me on that Now, what do you think it's important for new actors to know when they are preparing a character for a role?
1: Um, For one, we're living in quite a different world. So preparation is different nowadays than perhaps what they learned in college or before college. Um, And it's just something to honestly be grateful for and to just um, not take for granted. Um, Everything is an opportunity. Um, And I do see a lot of young actors, uh, not to make it like a a sour note, but I see a lot of young actors that go into things just thinking, um, well, you know, you hired me, you need me, and they exude confidence, which can be a good or bad thing, because at the same time, it's good to recognize that everybody is replaceable. Um, And um, kind of exuding an air of yes confidence in your own skill set but um being humble and having gratitude for just being there and being in as they say the room where it happens um takes you a lot further in this business um Mm. and then as far as preparing for the role um i had somebody say this to me recently and i completely agree with it it's just Learning how to bring an element of yourself into every character that you're building. Um, I don't. I don't subscribe to the mentality that there's a world where um, we're just playing a character that is completely unlike us, and um, we're putting on this whole facade. I think yeah. no matter the character, and I've played some pretty, pretty off-the-wall characters but i think that the best performances come with finding how you can relate to your character and putting an element of yourself into that role i say that like i've, I've even done sweeney todd before where i baked people into meat pies because i was mrs lovin and that's not something that i would really do but um her quirkiness and the fact that she was uh, totally in love with Tweenie and everything. There are just little things that I could grab onto in her that I'm like, oh yeah, I can relate to this stuff. So. Mm-hmm.
0: True, yeah, yeah. Or also, if you are looking, or, or if you're looking for a way to prepare yourself for a role, you can watch my podcast. Since I have like a lot of information in regards about techniques and everything about. Absolutely. You know, that's kind of a, that's kind of the thing here just promoting my stuff here but, <laughs> um
1: <laughs> just put that plug right in there i love just it, put it here on it. <laughs> cool.
0: anyway now from all of your different performances like which one has been like the deepest learning curve i mean like the performance that you learn the most lessons from
1: i think oh that is a hard one um i've got two that come to mind um I think we had talked about this role before but when i was in disaster mm. um and i played a nun with a gambling addiction yeah there was I a mean- lot of yeah there was a lot of elements to that role that were super super tough for me um it was vocally a very taxing role yeah um and i had to learn to do a lot of things with my voice that i had never done on the stage before Um, so that was hard in itself. And then it was the fact that, um... I'm a pretty, uh, boisterous, dynamic person, um, and this character that I was playing was super understated, and a lot of her humor came from the fact that she was very dry and lackluster as a person, so she'd just say something, and it was hilarious because it was just flat. (laughs) And so that was kind of a new experience for me because I had kind of been used to a lot of the style of comedy that was just like, and then this is this ridiculous joke, ha ha. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not who she was at all. Um, and she would just say something and be like, well, like, almost like uh, Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh. She'd okay. be like, well, I guess we can do this. And it was hilarious, kind of that kind of uh, feeling. So that was a really difficult role for me to play. Um, But I ended up loving it, and I would play that role 50 more times if I could. That's so cool. (laughs) And um, the other one was probably when I did Rock of Ages, Um, because that, I kind of had to learn how to be really comfortable with myself. I, uh, I played a stripper, of all things, and, um, super not me as a person, so I was just kind of like, okay, let me learn kind of what I'm doing here, um, learning a whole new skill set, basically. Any role that kind of makes me have to learn some kind of base skill that I've never done before is difficult at first but um a good new challenge
0: yeah totally and i think that's kind of the beauty of it right that whenever you're mm-hmm. acting that you will get the chance to play somebody like totally way different than you and at Absolutely. time you can learn something out of it you know
1: yeah no 100 percent. that's what um that's kind of what i said earlier too that it's just like there's always some sort of takeaway and then i can go back and look at these things that um like when i played the dragon that i Put on my resume too, like uh, now I have some puppetry experience because at parts of the show I was puppeting yeah. a giant dragon head. Um, so just always something that's kind of constantly building my resume. Yeah, yeah,
0: totally, totally. Which I, which I'm, I'm super sure that that you that you should have got uh, I don't know like an award or something for that dragon performance.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe one day.
0: Let's hope. Let's hope. Now. Like, what are some of the things that motivate you or get you back up so you can continue pursuing your, yeah, like your uh, your acting career? Because I think that during, I mean, during the pandemic too, but also it, it it happens, right? That sometimes you will not, you will just not feel good about it. And and, uh, and regardless of what happens, you will be having like these minions in your head telling you that you might just quit and just find something else, you know, like something stable, like something different out of it. So I wonder, like, like what, like what gets you out of that mentality to be like, no, I'm just gonna continue.
1: Literally any small bit of goodness that can happen. Um, it's been an especially difficult year just because um, uh, performers in general we kind of will go through dry periods where. Um, It's like you have a show and a show and a show and a show and just everything is just hitting and it's so successful and this and that and the other and then you suddenly don't book anything for a year Um, and that happens to a lot a lot of people Um, but we all kind of got forced into that kind of period with the pandemic Um, and the thing that I've said a lot now is that because nobody is working everybody's trying to work and that's kind of the period that we're in right now that no one really has an acting job currently very few do Mm. um so we're all just submitting our auditions we're all just trying to get out there we're all just trying to get people to notice us and that's been really difficult in the fact that there are some times that i sit here and i'm i'm thinking nobody is watching me nobody is seeing this Mm. um yeah. And then suddenly somebody will email me and be like, hey, can we call you in for this? And those are the bits that I hold on to. That suddenly I'll get one of those emails and I'm like, okay, that's really validating. That means that I'm doing something right. Yeah. Thank God. You know, so, and that's how I felt like. Um, I had a call back yesterday and I was in there and, you know, singing and dancing for them and everything. And I'm going to hold on to that for a bit. Next time I feel kind of down on myself, like, oh my gosh, why am I still doing this? I'm going to be like, I had that really good callback a couple weeks ago, and I'm not gonna forget about that. So, things things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I do get it. I do get it too. Yeah, I do get it that that those little moments are the ones in which you feel like, okay, I'm gonna. You just gotta hold
1: on to them, yeah. Um, And I, I have kind of said before to uh, younger performers too that if you truly, truly want to work in this business, you will in some capacity there you go. there's a, it may take a while and it may not be in the way that you expected mm. um but you will work
0: yeah and you know also i think that that like i mean at least it works for me that whenever i will feel like that i will kind of stop a bit and be like okay what 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 i have done this past few months you know like 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 to see like all of what you have done lately in regards to what you love the most then that kind of relieves me a little bit and be like okay i mean i mean this is this is this is just temporary you know Mm -hmm. Uh, like there's always and you know it's so interesting because whenever whenever you will say like i want to quit that like it like instantly out of nowhere boom something pops and you're like i think i'm gonna stay for a while you know exactly that's how it goes i don't know why that happens like but but i've heard like a lot of times it happened to me too that whenever i quit or whatever i'm doing suddenly something pops
1: yep exactly or it always happens to me too that i'll go into something and i'm like oh that audition kind of sucked and then that's the one that like yeah gets me work and i'm going what okay i felt very off today but it's always kind of a nice surprise
0: yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically getting like a job, like a, like an interview for a job. You know, I uh, mm-hmm. one of the things that I would that I will always be is like, like whenever they will tell me like, hey, how was it? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean if I say it's good, it might be bad. Even if I say it's bad, it might be bad it might be good. So I don't know. I mean if they call it good, and if they're not, yeah, it's exactly. Life, guess, you know,
1: that's exactly it.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, what can we expect? from you
1: in the future I hope more of this with things like um, some of the callbacks that have been coming up um, I yeah I hope to be on a stage again very very soon um, cool. and not just in small um, one-night events I hope to be in the run of a show for mm-hmm. three or four months that would be amazing um, and then I'm also trying to get a bit more into TV and commercial work. So hopefully fingers crossed yeah. some moves yeah, in that area. That. Yeah, yeah I'm, super,
0: I'm super sure that you're gonna, that, that you're gonna reach a level. I mean, as I said in our last interview, if someone is talented and awesome, that's you for sure. And if someone is going to be able to make it at some point, that's for, for sure. It's going to be you. Though.
1: Thank you so much. Well, yeah. definitely like keeping all the good vibes in the universe for that. Oh it's God. a hard business, but I'm definitely not anywhere done with it yet. So.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's great. Because I do, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I've said this in, uh, in, in some of my episodes before, but I do think that actors, you know, musicians, like uh, YouTubers, streamers, gamers, like whatever, like all of those talented people who are following their dreams, I just think that they, that, that they, that they deserve, um, yeah, like a huge shout out. But especially you guys, actors. I mean, you guys go through hell a lot of times. You will go in yeah. many—I don't know how many rejections in one day, like a lot of crazy jobs here and there. A lot of moments in which you, in which you don't want to do it, but you have to do it in order, in order to continue. You know, to continue working, to continue work, uh, building your your career. So I do think that, that at the end of the day, you guys, actors, are kind of a living group that dreams come true. You know, because yeah. we, the audience, we will only see. Like the, like the success you guys have, you know? Like we will see you on the big
1: screen. An actor will never talk about everything in between. That's very there true. You um, there you go. Actors tend to put their successes out there, but there are maybe a hundred failures for every success that people are not get to hear about.
0: Exactly. That's the thing. And and, and also, like, whenever they will say, like, uh, we will see this actor or actress in this big movie franchise, and then you will start to hear... Comments like, oh, this guy came out of nowhere, or you know, like something yeah. like that. Yeah, there's but something that built
1: them up to that yeah, that like, we don't you know about.
0: about many, like, all of the hard work that person had to do in order to reach that point, you know? so Absolutely. It, it is very, it is very important that that we give you guys like, uh, like a proper <laughs> shout out here because at the end of the day, you're humans too, you know. And the fact that you have to deal like with so many rejections here and there, I mean, yeah, it, it must be bad and it must be horrible sometimes. But regardless, you still doing this, that's Just very keep
1: moving forward that's all that we can do for sure.
0: Yeah that's very bad. That's pretty <laughs> forward
1: here.
0: Now before so be so yeah before we're done here now one of the things here since we are in the whole Halloween stuff you yeah, know like tell me is there like any like have you ever experienced any like paranormal stuff or whatever?
1: Yeah actually um share <laughs> um When I was a kid, I was one of those kids who sort of did some creepy stuff, Um, and I was actually talking to my parents about this recently, and my dad in the middle of the conversation, mind you, like, uh, I have a very religious family and everything, so it was kind of funny to hear him say this, but he was like, I think you might be a medium of some sort, and I went, are you serious? But, um. There are a couple of times for different events. It started with we had um, a family dog that passed away, mm-hmm. um, and here's your little Halloween morbidity for anybody watching. But you know, spooky stuff. Yeah. Um, that's but that's my that's my spooky uh, spoiler warner there. There you w- go. warning there. Um, warning, but no. Uh, when our dog passed it was a weird thing because um, I was like 9 or 10 and I couldn't sleep that night and I was insistent I was like something's wrong I can't sleep I don't know um and it turned out that our dog really needed us in that moment um and I because I was awake and keeping everybody else in the house awake at like two o'clock in the morning it meant that um my dog was able to have somebody with her um and whenever she passed on and everything my mom came in to tell me um and she was like hey i just wanted to let you know and i said i already know she told me and my mom was like who told you and i and i said lady did that was the dog's name and my mom was like okay said yeah lady said that she's all right and she's just moved on now and my mom was like God, this is a lot right now um yeah and I've done that a couple more times I like as a kid I and I think I still get inklings of these intuition feelings now but as a kid yeah. I would say things to my parents like don't go out today don't leave the house today it's just very strange stuff that they're yeah. like and they believe me they were like Okay, you're right <laughs> so um, but as far as like ghost ghost stories um, not a lot except this does tie into acting I uh, mm. I um, worked in a theater in Illinois and I hope that somebody who worked at that theater with me goes back and watches this because they're gonna go ha! Um, but the actors housing for a lot of regional theaters they house the actors somewhere around yeah. the theater uh-huh. and they housed us there but they housed us in what used to be the town's children's hospital and that is about as terrifying as you might imagine yeah Um, the the main things that I remember there is like there was a fireplace on the lower floor there mm. um, that had like toys on it, like children's toys. Okay. And the only very suspicious thing that they told us was, don't move the toys, whatever you do. Oh my god, okay. And we were just like, cool.
0: Hmm.
1: What? Um, and then there were certain rooms in the house, not my room, thank god, but okay. uh, there were certain rooms in the house where there were like chills or um, a pressure on the bed, like somebody sitting on the bed next to you. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we had kind of events like that and also um a basement that I'm gonna say this now because we were we were not supposed to go into the basement, but I went into the basement. Um But okay. there were like painted children's handprints all over the walls. Uh, in the that's a
0: bit more creepy. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. so that's that's my uh Halloween horror story to that's leave you with so- tonight creepy though it was really kind of horrifying and one night one night when i was there everybody else in the house um went on a trip a weekend trip um up to chicago or something and i was basically left alone in the house that was like the worst night of sleep i've ever gotten (laughs) i was just like i'm not gonna sleep i'm not gonna do that there was one other guy in the house with me and i made him go around the house with me and check everything (laughs) Because I was so terrified.
0: Yeah, of course. Good. After seeing that, yeah, like, yeah, I do agree. Like, every kind of paranormal stuff with kids, oh, Jesus. You know, it's like, oh, mm,
1: yeah.
0: It's just the worst. That's so creepy. Yeah, I do think, yeah. Yeah, that's creepy.
1: No, it's terrifying, but oh it's God. a good theater. I love the theater, but anytime anyone has asked me about working at that theater, I'm just like, this is the housing. Um, Have fun. So. You just have to be kind to the ghost. Bye. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my god, that's so creepy, though. (laughs) Yeah, I never had like any. Yeah, I, 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 I I never got like any encounter. You know, like, like paranormal stuff. But one time, I think that I saw, I don't know what kind of animal was, either if it was a monster or not, but. like super quick here so at that moment I was I was I was in Germany and I was in this uh, exchange program so one one night I was returning from my German course right and I was on the bicycle it was I think January or December when it was lot. it was like a lot of snow going but anyway so I was returning home and then during the whole returning home there were two ways one you could go like you could go around and it was kind of the safe way because it was all lighted and everything. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So you, but it took like a lot more because you had to go all around it, you know, where you live. or the short way, which it was kind of in a, you know, kind of a middle creepy street. And then right in front of you, there were the woods, but you have to turn left. But anyway, so, so I was just going there and then listening to music when I was riding and then like, I don't know, like a couple of meters away from me, there was this huge thing. I, I was, I was, yeah, there was this huge thing, but that thing was looking through the woods, right? But it was, but he was huge or thing, whatever, and, and it was like super huge. He was not moving. And of course that I got scared because he was not moving, but it was clearly that it was something or someone or whatever, right? Oh my so what gosh. I, so what I ended up doing is that I remember that I grabbed my bicycle and I, and I, and I. And I and I flip it over you know I mean to kind of the way, to go like the other way be like no nope, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that way I'm just gonna go back and you know yeah so the moment I'm doing that and then I start to you know like to pedal you know like super slow because I didn't want to the moment I'm doing that then I hear this weird noise and that thing goes straight back to me so I went super scared so when I when I so when I reached home I was with I was with some friends of mine and then, and then I was like, dude, this happened to me. And then he was like, what, really? And I was like, yeah, yeah, this happened to me. Let's see it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to see it. You're crazy. And then he was like, come on, man. Let's see it. I was like, I- I'm not going to do it. What? Up, but what if we do it with the car? And I'm like, okay, yeah, that would be safer. Yeah, all right, let's
1: Right, go. not a bike, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we went with the car, and then, and then we we're like in the front of it, like in the front of the path to the woods, right? And then I remember that... Uh, uh, then this guy went out of the car now, and, and I'm like, I'm just gonna stay inside. And then he was like, Why? And I'm like, Haven't you watched any horror movies? I'm gonna stay inside. So I closed the door and I was just inside of the car, and be like, whatever. Something, something happened to this guy. I don't know what is gonna happen. But then I remember that his face, that like his face went all like white, like all super scared. And I was like, What? What is going on? He went back inside, and then and then he was like, Let's let's take a look. And there were some footprints. And that footprint we saw that it was something that I can't I mean there was no animal to it. And I remember that when we saw that we were like dead scared. We were like, No, what did you
1: do? I would have been horrified. That's like a cryptid kind of situation.
0: Yeah, we were like, No, this is yeah. I was like, Nope, nope, I'm going. And that was like the only thing that I kind of have like I don't know.
1: We'll, we'll leave all your listeners with some really good Halloween stories tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: totally. And by the way, we do have like a, we do will have like a Halloween special soon. We will have like some, uh, some horror stories here right there. So stay tuned. And again, Awesome. Uh, Miquel, again, thank you so much for being here. I mean, at the end of the day, someone is super awesome and talented and badass. It's always you. It's super cool to have you back here. I can't wait to see more of your awesome, awesome content in the future. I'm super sure we'll see you. As, as more like more involved into into acting stuff, like more movies, Broadway shows. I mean, in a lot of stuff because you totally deserve that. And you're here now. If someone would ask me, like, what do I think about your career, or 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 how could I describe you, I would I would only say one thing, which is. There
1: you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> I would say.
1: Oh, that's so good. Oh, and I watch too much anime. I've I've heard that, like, in every anime. Yeah, yeah. Now... it's amazing!
0: Now, because we finished the questions here, I need to give you an epic shout-out, so... (laughs) Level, level two. And and again, thank you so much. Also, thanks so much for those who tuned in. If you're watching this later on YouTube or listening to this later on the podcast, make sure that you're following Michaela and all of her social media. Normally, what I would say is for you to put pause, that you can you know, leave a like, subscribe it, it. It takes one second. And then hydrate, follow Michaela, leave a million likes, support her content, share, spread the word that we have this amazing, talented actress here. Make sure that she gets more dragon roles in the future. We <laughs> really need that. And again, Michaela, thank you so much for being an thank amazing restaurant
1: today, evening week, and we'll see you in the
0: next one. Thank you so much. Bye. <laughs> Bye.